Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right. Welcome to the Whiskey and White Tales podcast, the podcast for those who hunt with passion and drink with a purpose. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Gus. I'm Matt. And uh, as always, thank you to our Patreon for their loyal support. Thanks to the Waypoint Network for having us. And thank you for listening, for subscribing, sharing, commenting, and all the other ways you guys support us. We appreciate it. This week, we are going to recap a little bit about uh, Matt's experience picking some barrels and running around all over Kentucky and uh, talk a little bit about where you can find us locally for Father's Day and whatever else comes to mind. So, uh, Today's background is barrels, barrels with a, uh, a thief there. That's from That's a dope picture. The wild t- turkey distillery. That's a frameable picture. I was surprised. It's a it's a little grainy in the back, but um, yeah, I don't right. sure like the whole. No, just like share screen. No, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. There it is. It's a it's a good picture. I think. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, how's your week been? Uh, week was a little. Bananas. Um, let's see. Made some progress on getting the workbench finished, which I've got to get finished because I gotta I gotta get caught up on making products. Um, but that went good. I started a time lapse video. When I get it finished, I'm waiting on some parts to come in the mail. Um, I will finish that and show a little time lapse of the rebuild, which would be kind of cool. Um, spent uh, two nights ago in in the ER from eight a.m. to three. I'm sorry, 8 p.m. to 3 a.m. with uh, my youngest son, thinking that we had a little acute appendicitis going on. Uh, turns out I think he's just constipated and really needs to take a <laughs> shit. So we got transferred from one hospital to another for ultrasounds and imaging. So that'll be an expensive shit. Um, kids. Yeah, man, kids are great. Um, Didn't you have appendicitis? I did, yeah, back in 2018, I think it was. And we um, thought it was... Uh... 
because I had I had, I was using kratom because kratom like, like first yeah. came out yeah, and like, yeah you tried it and you were like it gave me appendicitis yeah um, we were find out if that's true uh, so I, I I looked into it and I have seen some things where kratom uh, in some rare cases has been linked to it but I, nothing definitive I don't think yeah um, scared me out of using it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember I had a I had a hockey tournament and uh, I played a game and I felt like shit like the whole time like I just I felt like I needed a shit and then I went home and I was like I just don't I don't feel right and uh, I ended up coming back the next morning for the championship game of that tournament and I just because I wanted to watch the guys play but I was like look guys I don't feel right like I can't play and I just felt super bloated didn't feel right and finally Jessica talked me into going to the the emergency room I went down there and um, not only was I did I have acute appendicitis, but it had already perforated. Like it had burst slightly. Um, so if I had not gone to the doctor, if I'd just been like, eh, it's just gas. Um, I might've, I might've gone septic and had a really, really bad problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that, uh, that you went cause you know, you're like me where a uh, hospital is like the last place I want to go. Do I hate hospitals? I, you know, spending all, first off, they're depressing. And then, I mean, it makes it even worse whenever you're there with your child and there's nothing you can do. You know what I mean? As a oh, parent, sure. you, you know, being able to help your child and, and make them feel better is it's such a, uh, inherent like DNA fiber of your being type thing. And to be completely helpless is the absolute worst. Um, but yeah, it was three o'clock in the morning by the time I got home and I still took a shower because this play, I just can't, ugh. Hospitals are gross, yeah. man. Just, the CDC called me yesterday. I was what? sitting on the couch. And they said, uh, what it said, hold on. They issue an apology? <laughs> yeah. It said CDC National Immunization Clinic. That's who called me. What? And so I looked, I stared at it, and I was like, why? Uh, and I was like, I ain't got nothing going on. So I was like, hello? <laughs> like, hi, I'm calling from the CDC, blah, 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 about immunizations. And I was like, I'm not interested. And she's like, well, I'm not selling anything if that makes it any better. I was like, I know you're not selling anything. I, I was like, the last thing you guys were giving away, I didn't want either. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, uh, well, we you share your experience, even if it's negative? And I said, no, nope, I'm, I'm pretty beat down. I'm pretty over it. Yeah. She was like, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. Oh, man, dude. I Yeah, I'll share experience. Have you turned on the news in the last three years? <laughs> There's my experience. I was like, I hung up the phone. I told, like, Andy was sitting there, and I was like, it's not her fault. I'm not mad at her. Right, yeah, and, no, it's it's never... You know, I, I, that's something that's a, that's a mind shift that, that happened, you know, in the last five, 10 years, you know, when I was younger, I would always find myself, if I was upset, getting upset at the server or whoever it was, is right there, but it's not their fault. Right. No. They're just a messenger, but uh, that's you know what, you know what, it, what I am tired of though. I'm sick and tired of ordinary people being fleeced. That's yeah. what I'm, that's I'm what sick I'm tired and tired of. of it too, man. <laughs> Joe, grandpa Joe, Stupid. sleepy, sleepy Joe. On. Is that cream of Kentucky? I see back there. Oh man. Good eye. Good eye. It nice. is cream of Kentucky. This is the um, uh, Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey, the Bottled and Bond, which is one of my favorites. Nice. Yeah, it's That's good uh, we got that last year in Kentucky, right? We did. Yeah, we were um, we were kind of sh- bouncing around. We both we both kind of had a few things that we were keeping an eye out for you more specifically. So you were passing things up, and you kind of eyeballed that, and I was eyeballing it, and you were like, uh, I wouldn't pass that up for you. So yeah. I, I didn't. It's good. Glad you got that. I'm tr- I'm going to do the super vat. Oh, nice. Have been able to, there's not that much gun, which is surprising for me. But, uh, usually when I find a bottle, it's. I've been going through and looking at the bottles that I've had for a year or more and that are, you know, fa- fairly empty and trying to work through them because we're going, going to Kentucky in two months and gonna make some space for what I bring home. Did you, um, did we talk about closing down the studio and all the bourbon we threw away? Oh, no, we probably should have filmed that. Probably should have. Especially after Dan, the bourbon man, uh, 
whether it was real or not, dumped out that Blanton's and the comments alone were worth it. Yeah, it was fake. The uh, He posted like two days later of him pouring into a jug. Oh, okay. In the sink, yeah. Which I knew it was fake when he did it, but, you know, you got to do people were so the funny, like, uh, blocked, you know, you know, like, oh, come on, man. Like, you, <laughs> are, are you grown, grown adults getting mad because another grown man spent his money and decided to waste it? It's his money. Yeah. Fuck it. Stupid. But, yeah, when we were closing down the studio. We we had this, I mean, there was, it was one of those things, like, at, the, at that time, if we had, we just didn't have enough time. We didn't have enough time or space to deal with it. So there was, there was stuff that we didn't really care for that. I mean, it was good. I mean, decent bottles in there, but there was stuff that was unopened that we threw away and, and we, we, I hauled it out to the trash can in a black bag and there was two police officers sitting in the parking lot. I was like, you guys like bourbon? And he was like, fuck yeah. I said, uh, well, first of all, when I was walking up to him and I had that bag, I was like, this, you're going to, this is going to be extremely weird, but hear me out. And he was like, I'm a police officer in North Charleston. There's nothing that you can do. that will be weird to me. I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but I pulled it open and he was like, you know, there's a law in South Carolina that we can't transport open bottles. I was like, no, I know. I'm like, I don't, I don't do it either. I never drive around with open bottles in my truck yeah, I'm all not, the time. I'm not saying that's, that's what I want you to do. I was just saying like, here's some stuff. If you, you know, if yeah. you knew someone that wanted to come sit here and drink the rest of it and then get a ride yeah. home, <laughs> yeah. definitely not to take it home and drive with it in the. He took a couple of the full bottles, but like all those half empty <laughs> bottles, I mean, straight in the trash. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, to be honest, most of those had been there since uh, for at least a year. And if we weren't really drinking on them, then, you know. Yeah. I mean, if they were good, they would have been gone. Well, they were a handful that were straight trash. Yeah, for sure. Like we threw, we finally threw away the Galong and yeah. uh, that, that, um, the, what's the one, the Oak and Ivy or Oak and Stave or whatever Oaken, where they put the Staves Oaken inside Eden? of it. Is it Oak and Eden? Oak and Eden. Yeah. yeah. Threw that away, which if, if you've ever, those that don't know, if you buy that with the stave in it, the longer that shit sits in there, the more oaky it's going to get. So, yeah. you know, you kind of got to pour that in a decanter once it gets to where you like it. But you leave it in there, it just become a an oak popsicle that's melted, oh. which <laughs> oh. fucking disgusting. I'm going to give this a nose. Man, so good. I got wild turkey drunk last night. Did you? Yeah, mostly store picks. Um. Yeah, I drink a. Uh, I've polished off. I meant to take a picture of it for um, for Colton, but I polished off one of those those Yellowstone picks that they did a while back. I, f- I finished one yet last night. It was pretty good. Um, that that bottle got better as um, as I drank it. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan right at first, and of course, I'm not going <laughs> to say anything. But um, I just stuck with it, and I I really liked it. The, the last probably half to third of that bottle was really good. It's funny you bring that up because that's the first pick we did. Last weekend. Yeah. yeah. I have another one. I bought two stickers you know, at the time. I got another one. I haven't even opened yet. I'll give like the, the run through. We, that guy. <laughs> so I, I, it's a long story. I'll, I'll get into it eventually, but the, um, yeah, we left with uh, Gibby's bottle shop. And so three of his friends, Pat, Brian, and Mark, and uh, we flew out Friday morning, which we got, which I didn't know this, but did you know Breeze has first class? Oh no, I did not. I didn't either. We got first class seats, round trip, leave Friday, come home Monday for, I think it was $180. $180. What? Yeah. Hmm. Now, their first class isn't like Delta first class, but there's the leg room, the the seats recline, and you can put your feet up a little bit, but there's no TV, Uh, you know, nothing like that. It's a short, fairly short flight, isn't it? Yeah, it's like an hour and a half. Oh, that's that's easy. 
yeah, I watched like a portion of a movie and then finished it on the way home. But yeah, we got there Friday and got the rental car and um, we went and got breakfast because we, we landed at like 10 or 9.30 or something like that. Maybe it was 8.30. I don't know. And then we, we got on those Lime scooters and started scooting around town and uh, like Caleb and all of them were, were riding stairs and... <laughs> Yeah, I remember you when I make the video, it'll all be in there. I remember you sending me that. I saw a picture. You sent me a video of it, and I don't think you guys had been in town even two hours. And you were yeah. like, oh, "Can't wait for our first broken bone." Yeah, <laughs> that was. Yeah, it didn't happen. I was the only one that got hurt. Surprise! I'm always the only one that gets hurt. <laughs> so you guys, you guys flew into. I'm sorry. Where'd you say you flew, flew into Louisville? Right. Yeah, and then you have to uh, say it with garble with gar- gravel in your mouth. Louisville, Louisville. Sorry, Louisville. It's like yeah. it's like Fable. Yeah, go Fable. Fable. Greenville. Fable. Um, it is like you get gravel in your mouth. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, um, you guys hit like I was surprised. Like I remember you mentioning some of the places you were going, and maybe I just kind of went in one one ear and out the other. But you, how many total distillers did you guys go to? Shit, I don't know. I know you didn't do picks at all of them, but you guys. It was like 12? one after another. Maybe 12. Jesus. It's like you hit the entire bourbon trail in a, in a weekend. I think we did everything but Maker's Mark. And yeah. I mean, of all the big ones. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that we went inside Old Forester now that I think about it, but yeah, I don't think we did. But Yellowstone was the first one you guys did, right? Yeah. So we, yeah, we, um, so we had a rental car. And when we got there, we were getting in the parking lot. And Caleb's like, uh, tell him we Ubered here. And so we were like, okay. I mean, I didn't, that's all he said as we were walking in the door. So she was like, who's the DD? He's like, oh, we Ubered here. And she was like, did, is he going to come back to get you? Because the, the Uber drivers don't come out here. And he was like, we'll figure it out. And she's like, no, we got to figure it out now. Cause you got to find a way to get home. Wow. And then she was like giving us the 10th degree. And, uh, Pat said, he was like, oh, I'll drive us home. And she's like, so you did drive here then? And then I just walked away. Cause like, <laughs> <laughs> they buckled under pressure like immediately. <laughs> so he, he became the DD and d- couldn't drink the whole time, which was that's a bummer. Unfortunate. That's the only time that's ever happened to us. We've n- I've never been anywhere where they're like, who's the DD? Somebody here can't drink. Huh. Well, I'm guessing it's because of w- maybe where that location is. And the, the fact 100%. that yeah. lawsuit city probably. Oh yeah. That's uh, that's pretty funny. So it sounds like she's, she's uh, solidified herself as the uh, DD safe driving uh concierge there at yellowstone yeah yep and now that i put these in here i just realized that we can't talk over them so i might actually just share share the video on on uh, on the thing so but yeah we got to um let's see if i can pull that up easily yeah there we go so that's uh that's inside yellowstone oh nice uh, but they have like the whole history and they're, and they're associated with the beams and stuff. And um, there's the floor, <laughs> but the, the, there was a guy in there and this became like a joke for the entire time we were there, but there was a guy in there. His name was uh, Steven. Only a few beams ever owned on distilleries. Yes. One of which was minor case beam here in this picture. Steven Paul's great grandfather. First time I saw that picture, I challenged both brothers to grow that mustache. Paul's a quitter. Shaved his off in three weeks. Steve's got the full duster. That's his real Steve's voice. Did he really talk like that? Steve's got the full duster. Um, 
So or is that a, or, while we were in front of him and other people were in front of him, yes, he okay. really talks like that. Now, I Thank won't say who we were talking to that's pretty big in the industry. We may have done a pick with him. He was saying he didn't used to talk like that. Uh, so it's it, it's like, it, but they said he's been around forever. And nobody really knows where he got to start from. He's never been a distiller, but he's just been, he's just been around forever. Yeah. Just kind of and, uh, part of his little repertoire, his little, little show. Yeah. And it's, and it's, <laughs> he's, he's aggressive and he stares like in your soul as you're talking. Like um, one of the guys with us was like, every time he'd look at him, he'd kind of down at the floor. And yeah. so I made it a game. Like if he, if Steven looked at me, yeah. his name is Steven Fontaine. If Steven looked at me, I just glared right back and, and eventually it got so uncomfortable that I'm sitting there like, this is weird. And then he'd move on to the next guy and stare at that guy. <laughs> so I don't know if it's just a game he does. He sounds like, uh, he sounds like Leonardo DiCaprio's ca- uh, character in, um, uh, what's that, uh, what's that movie that, that we like? Why can't I think of it? With, um, Django? yeah, Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. He talks yeah. like a straight up Kentucky Colonel. Yeah. He is a Kentucky Colonel. Oh, he is a Colonel. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's also a Louisiana. What's the Louisiana one? Uh, I didn't know Louisiana had one. Um, I'm going to have to look it Colonel up. Versus Louisiana. I can't remember what it's called. A Louisiana steward or something. It's like a real thing. It's oh, like a Kentucky girl. Yeah, it's, um, I know what you're talking about now. Hold on. Well. We'll figure it out later. But, but he's a. Uh, he's interesting. So he kept saying like, he kept saying winning. Whenever he was talking about himself, because he's, you know, he'd be like, blah, blah, and he's like, winning. And so I, I did, I just realized when I was prepping for this episode that I actually have him on video saying, saying winning. Oh, that's got to be a soundbite. It's got to be a soundbite. So you, it's at the very end of the clip, you can barely hear it. And also, I'll point out Caleb in this video, you can see Caleb is fucking over it. <laughs> it's, it's that's hilarious. so, fun. so I'll play this clip. All right. Look at me winning. Look at me winning. <laughs> Look at me winning, he said. Did you see Caleb's face? Yeah, like this guy <laughs> does not stop. He's he was a rambunctious sword, as they would say. He was full of energy. Full of himself, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh I don't have a problem with the guy. I thought it was funny. I'll tell you this, the more you drink, the more you like, all right, yeah, let's turn this up some. <laughs> But like uh, first time, as soon as we walked in the door, she was like, all right, Steven's going to take you guys around. Have you ever met Steven before? And we were like, no. She was like, he's a lot. <laughs> and he was. Uh, well, uh, he gets paid, I assume. He works there, correct? Yeah, he works there. Okay, so well, he, I guess he gets paid well, good enough to keep putting it on. He's, he was an interesting guy. I liked him. Um, but yeah, so we did a pick there, which was pretty interesting. We tasted nine barrels. So they had three different proofs they offered us, and um, there's three barrels at each proof. And he had this really complicated system of like, you give it a star, like this is this is my favorite. But he waited till everything was done, and so we gave it a star. And he's like, all right, these three had stars at varying proofs. This is the best at this proof, this proof, this proof. So we we did those together, mm-hmm. and then he was like, do you give this a five star rating? And I was like, okay, yeah, this I like this one the most. And me and Caleb actually picked the exact same, excuse me, Caleb and I picked the exact same barrel 
Um, and it, and it was the lowest proof one. It just, to me, it had the most flavor. Yeah. Um, but there was some confusion because usually when the barrels are higher proof like that, they'll, they'll water them down mm. and they weren't watering these down. So a couple of the guys didn't know that. And I think that they were interested in the, in the flavor, but watered down, but just full, full proof. They were, it was too much. Gotcha. But yeah. We picked a barrel and, um, headed back to the Airbnb, which I think, you know how you have to have like catchy titles for your videos. Yes. I, th- I think our video might be, uh, is, how do I say this? Is, uh, is doing a barrel pick worth dying for? <laughs> I think, I think that'll be, and I'll start it out with like, I'll do the, here's the, I'll show this video. This is the, so there's a liquor store across the street from the house. So without showing the house or anything else, cause I don't really have all those pulled up, Yeah. but without, um, Doing all that, this one right here. This is the liquor store across the street. They have anything good in there? No. <laughs> okay. No. They had um what was it? Uh I'll show that one too. It was um the day we had bought Maker's Mark. Oh, okay. Or not Maker's Mark, Woodford. One of the guys that bought a bottle of Woodford for the house, just some house. Oh, gotcha, okay. And this this is the second liquor store we went to. So there's guys in the corners smoking cigarettes inside the liquor store. Nice. And then like these, these signs you can see over there, yeah. the last, they were covering bullet holes. <laughs> Uh, just the 750 there. Yeah, I was gonna say they 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 look like like there's no order to them. No, they were everywhere because even we were asking stuff that was in there. So they had they had a bottle that I did want. They had the the Woodford, the World, whatever the the new the barrel proof fancy bottle one. Yeah, and um and they're like 400 on 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 online. Yeah. So I told him I was like, how much for how much is this? And he was like, I don't know. It's like, I have to call the owner. And I was like, look, I, I don't have time. I'll give you a hundred dollars cash right now. My hundred dollars just walk out. And he's like, it's like this. He's like, I, I have to call her. I don't know. So he calls her and she's like arguing with him. And I was like, look, man, I don't have time. Cause it's, I was starting to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. But I was like, I don't have time man. I got to go. Um, now you just bucks. dimed yourself like, out for having at least a hundred dollars cash on yourself. Right. That's why, <laughs> I, that's why I realized we got to get out of here. And, uh, and so the guy was like, She's like, I, I don't know. I got to talk to her. I got to talk to her. And so she ended up saying like, I need at least 300 for it. And I, and I was like, no, nah, I can't do, I can't do 300. But then we, um, so I'll, I'll save all those videos of the town home for, or for the house okay. for uh, the YouTube video. Yeah. But after that, we went out and got scooters. And then uh, this happened pretty quickly. Those cops. Hey, oh. <laughs> I don't remember what, that's the reason I'm not playing a lot of stuff because I don't know what was said, <laughs> what in the was said but, yeah. but uh yeah he he got pulled over pretty quickly for you have to obey the rules of the road you know on a, on a scooter yeah. we didn't know that but oh really we're not on the sidewalk and oh you can't, can't get on the sidewalk at all no but we did yeah 
Like I lived on the sidewalk. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not cruising around Louisville, Louisville with. On Louisville. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty sketch, but it was a good time. There was. Um, all right, just make sure I had the right one set up there. But yeah, we. Uh, it was a good time. We we just kind of partied the entire weekend. It was. Uh, it was very interesting. There's a lot of fun stories to tell, and I don't know how many will make the video, but I will yeah. tell one story. There was a. This girl riding around. I don't know if I should even tell. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. It's just the we were joking around with her, and she ended up joking around with us, and and she turned out to be looking for money. Oh, you know, I just tell the story. Just, you know, screw it. Okay, okay. So we were riding around, and this is, I guess, BG thirteen. We'll call it. So we were riding around. This van pulled up, and this girl was like, she wanted to hang out with us, and it was this like I don't know, probably our age, mid thirties woman. And this older lady that was quite hefty and she's driving her around. So she, she's in the passenger seat and we, she wants, she just wants to hang out. So we're like, okay, so we're on scooters. So we scoot over there and she's sitting there and she has a pint of vodka in her like bottom shelf plastic pint yeah, next to a pack of Pall Malls sitting in the center console. And Caleb's like, you're just riding. I can't remember the name of the vodka. But he's like, you're just riding around with that nasty shit, you know, in the front seat. She's like, uh, she just like completely dismissed it as though that was everyday stuff. It isn't so, everybody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so somebody, not me, or it could have been me was like, show, show us your boobs. <laughs> just joking around, you know? And so like we, I scooted off. And so she's, she's complaining about, I guess she was complaining about her boyfriend had left her for a prostitute. And she's like, I'm not a prostitute. Blah, 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 blah. And so somebody had said something out and she was like, you got to pay for it. And we were like, you just said you're not a prostitute. She's like, well, I better be charged for money if I got all these boys standing around. So I just left. I was like, you got one less. And I, and I dipped. So I didn't talk to her anymore. So Kayla's over there just messing with her. And so she leaves. She comes back like 30 minutes later, gets out of the car and pulls her shirt down. And, and you know. And so I'm sitting at a table with the other guys and I'm not even. So anyway, it turns out the woman driving was her mother. What? That's the point of the story. <laughs> Damn, you live a wild. Yeah. Jeez, that's crazy. We were all uh, quite disgusted, but yeah, I have some funny clips of like locals. We asking them, we were showing them where we were staying, and just their response to uh, how bad of a neighborhood that is. Who booked that? Who booked that? So we're gonna equally take blame, okay? Because it was sent in the group chat, and we all kind of agreed. Yeah, I mean, I didn't look into it. Yeah, I didn't. I figured one of the other four, three people, four people would have looked into it, and I guess they all thought the same thing. Yeah. So it was cheap, and we we just booked it. And it looks really nice on the inside. Of course. You just have to, like, street view it to cool. see. And, they, you know, they don't really give you the address anyway, so we, we couldn't tell exactly where it was at. Right, right, right. Well, but, at least, now you, now, as a reminder, don't book blindly. Check, yeah. check out Google Street View, see what's creeping around in the daylight. <laughs> <laughs> right. And for anyone going, it's a red, it's like a red house. Don't don't stay in a red house in, in downtown Louisville. A red house. That's that's that. Yeah. That's the, how far, so where, I don't know enough about Louisville, like where, where were you at and like from where we, where we go downtown typically or where, uh, Moonshine University is, were you far from that? So if you're, if you're driving down like where, where Old Forester is, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. when we keep going, you can turn right to get kind of on the interstate there, that mm-hmm. weird on-ramp. Yep. And if you keep going, you go to Peerless. Yep. So if you keep going about five miles. Oh shit, Okay. Yeah. Wow. So you were in the, would it be safe to say you were in the hood? 
we were in the hood. Oh, okay. hundred percent in the hood. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> 100% in the hood. There was, there was a dude like ODing. Oh, that's uh, fine. Ten, 10 yards from where we parked. Just awesome. leaning against a fence. Like, <laughs> yeah. A lot of Narcan gets sitting around that area, I bet. A lot of car alarms. A lot of police <laughs> sirens. Yep. <laughs> you know. And I mean, I grew, I kind of grew up, you know, I lived in the hood for a long time. So I know a hood when I see a hood. <laughs> <laughs> that's when people talk about North Charleston. I'm like, you understand that I moved to North Charleston thinking it was a nice area. Yeah. So no, it's not really that. I mean, there probably are. There's parts of parts. There's parts of North, North Charleston that are, that are nice. Yeah. Parts that are not. I mean, it turns out the place I moved to was not nice, but I didn't know. You remember where I live? In Newport. New- oh, oh, when you first moved here at the apartments? Yeah. 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 That was, uh, that's a, I would say on a scale of like, Zero being, I don't know, the, the hood in North Charleston and, and like a 10 being some of the nice, actually nice neighborhoods in North Charleston. Uh, I'd say that apartment complex area is probably a solid five at best. Yeah, I was thinking four. So. Yeah, four or five, five at best. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. take it day by day, you know, time of the day too. <laughs> my neighbor got robbed at gunpoint. That's always on fun. the floor with my AR, remember? Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yep. I had the window cracked a little bit and I had my AR in my hand and I was like, one shot's all I need. I'm gonna come out the store and just waste everybody. Yeah, you were you were jonesing for that conus too, because you hadn't been home that long. Wanted it. I, I tell you, it's like I should have I should have brought one with me to Kentucky. I probably could have gotten one. Well, in South Carolina, you would have been um South Carolina has I forget the name of the law, but you can you can use lethal force in defense of someone else. If right. you if you can justify or you truly believe that their harm their their life was in was in danger and you know a person laying there dead with a gun in their hand certainly would have been enough proof for sure luckily no shots were fired That's I, good. the guy was a drug dealer i didn't know that but he disappeared i didn't like that was it nobody else moved in there oh really yeah he used to always play video games he'd come outside and smoke cigarettes with his uh gamer headset on nice definitely, i guess he was definitely a drug dealer. dealing drugs and selling drugs anywho on uh, on call of duty <clears throat> yeah yeah but the rest of the weekend, we just kind of, we hopped around place to place and, and we had one, can't remember the name of it. It was called like uh, Proof or Stave or something like that. Sear maybe. I think it was Sear. It was like a steakhouse. We went there and had one really nice meal for the trip. And that place is, is fantastic. Let me, let me, let me actually look this up. What were the other picks that you did though? You did Yellowstone. We did two wild turkey picks. Two wild turkey picks. Nice. Which um, which place had the the like the coolest experience for for that whole process? To be honest, Walter. He, yeah. So it's called Repeal. Repeal, oh, repeal. Oak Fire. So they do uh, oak fires and do their steaks on it. Nice. If you, I will go there a hundred percent again. So if, if, if back, you're ever yeah. in Louisville and you want to eat somewhere fantastic, go to Repeal. Nice. You have to make a reservation, but if you if you're there when they open and just walk to the bar, you can sit at the bar. Oh, okay. There was five of us, and we ate twenty two ounce ribeyes, got massive sides, oysters, Rockefeller. I mean, we got everything with yeah. drinks, and it was it was under a grand. We thought it was going to be like thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, a lot of places are like that. Even like Ruth's Chris or or halls like here in Charleston. If you get there when they open and just go sit at the bar, you can you can eat the same food. You don't have to get a reservation. Yep. 
a split five ways. It went, it, it was not bad at all. I don't think for, for, for what we got. Mm-hmm. I mean, we ate, I left there very full, but yeah, then, um, we did, we just, we went to a bunch of places like the video will have more stuff in it. I'm sure. But, and I'll explain some of the stuff, but then the last one we did, it was the probably the coolest experience I've ever had in the bourbon world is we, we went to wild Turkey. And so they were closed. Um, and so we pulled up like at the, at the gate there and just parked at the gate. And we were like, we don't know what to do. So we, he called the rep and the rep didn't answer. So we we're like, shit, maybe it wasn't today. Maybe, you know, maybe we screwed it up. Yeah. And then about that time, this car pulled up and was like, and this guy got out, this younger guy, like mid thirties got out and was like, Hey, uh, you guys here for the barrel pick? And we were like, yeah. And he was like, cool. I'm Bruce Russell. And it was, it's, uh, yeah. Eddie. It's, 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 it's the grandson. Yeah. That's so, wild. Yeah. And, uh, and so he just walked us over to this Rick house, Rick house, a walked us in. There was like six barrels laying on the ground. And then I have a, I have a clip for it. This is, this is kind of how he didn't really say much in the beginning. And then as we started to like kind of hang out and chat, we talked a lot, but this, this is like how this is basically what it was. Knocking, knocking the bung out. Just us and him. Nobody else there. What is it? Spirit. Is it the third one? No, yeah, we're going to skip that third but um, yeah, he just knocked the bung out, pulled, stuck a stave in or a thief in there, pulled the uh, the whiskey out and poured it in our glasses. And uh, I'm gonna show another one because that one was the wrong one, obviously. Shit written on the barrels. You see some frowny faces and circles. Not do uh, no music on there because so, I don't remember. He was very real though. We were talking, you know, just like normal normal people would talk, you know. Yeah. But he, you know, we pulled up the. The barrels and we all got to sip on stuff and he, he poured everybody the same amount you could go back and revisit stuff if you wanted to but nice. we tasted i think eight barrels while we were oh. in there you did two picks you said right yeah we picked two we picked uh so all russell's pick come out at 115 for those that don't know but mm-hmm. we picked them at a little higher proof so they will be kind of watered down so we don't know exactly what they're going to taste like but uh they were delicious they i yeah. mean they, they all were so good that's hard man i can't imagine picking you know you said you said at Yellowstone, you guys tasted six or seven and having to narrow it down. No, no, you said you, you tasted three per proof, right? Yeah, we tasted nine. So barrels. nine. And then you said eight here. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot to have to mentally sift through. And, and I mean, how long did you have to do it? An hour, a couple hours? He was cool with whatever. We ran overtime. He was yeah. like, we got we to go. There's another group sitting there waiting. And so we, we were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're good. But. I mean, the entire time was spent tasting and, and talking to him, asking him questions. And he was telling stories about his dad. And yeah, and I mean, it's like it resonates with you because he was saying that his dad just, you know, was he didn't have a relationship with his dad. He was like, you yeah. know, for 18 years, I, I may be having a one hour conversation with him, you know, one hour's worth of conversations in 18 years. Yeah. He's like, because, you know, the guy you see at work and the guy that's at home is two different guys. You know, he comes to work and puts on his face. He's like, but he really cares about the whiskey that's like what he cares about yeah and so he had a summer job and he came out with him to work that summer job and he was doing tours and he was like i don't really give a shit i'm just walking around like yeah i'm the grandson whatever you know and so he's like pretty much anything i say he's like i throw a little twang on it well i'm just a good old country southern boy you know he's yeah. like i just play the game and, and one day my dad came on the tour and uh he was like after the tour was done he was like you're done the rest of the day you're going with me and he, he took him around. He said he spent four hours with him, showing him 
all the cool stuff, yeah. like all the deep secrets. And this is how we do stuff. And this is why we do it. And he was like, at that moment, I realized if I want a relationship with my dad, I, this is where I need to be. Yeah. And he's like, and I'll stay here until while Turkey doesn't want me anymore. He's yeah. like, I love it here. This is my passion. That's cool. And it's just, it's cool to see that story, that side of it. That is cool. It's a, uh, those kind of things are, I think a huge part of why I know I anyway, I do anyways, gravitate towards bourbon. It's not just the spirit itself, but it's the, you know, we've talked about this before. It's the story. It's the history behind, behind that bottle. Each one of those barrels that, you know, that you, you pull from and drink from it's uh, each one has a history and a story all to its own. Yep. There's um, just being able to be in there and like go through it all. This is a good one. That's the, I had the wrong one pulled up. It turns out it was the one before it, but I'm probably going to mute this one too, just because I don't, I don't know what's said in there, but yeah, you can see the Rick house here. It's kind of like, you know, it looks like a Rick house, but it's just us and Bruce. And so he, you know, for those that have never seen the bung hit out, you got to hit it like crazy. I've seen people tap it thinking it's going to come out. <laughs> but he sticks it down in there and just kind of wallers it around to get it to fill up and straighten the glass. Huh, that's wild. And he was like, if it's too much, if you're overserved, he's like, just dump it down inside the, in the floors there. Don't put it back in the barrel, which is funny. Cause we've been places where you put, put it back <laughs> in the barrel. Yeah. The barrel. <laughs> yeah. Pretty we cool. went barrel by barrel and looked at them all. And, and he told us the proof they were at and how old they were, or whatever, you know, the pertinent information. Yeah. And, uh, went from there. How long, how long until you get the, you guys get the, the, the barrels or, 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 um, Caleb gets the barrel, the picks in a store. There's no telling it's, it could be. It could be months. Oh, okay. I didn't know if they pulled that barrel off right then and there and put it through the process. No, they move or... them over, but then people. So he's telling us about the about the unions. He's like, so I'm not in the union. He's like, I can't, I can't move these barrels. He's like, so if we wanted to taste a different barrel, there's really nothing I can do about it. Like I can't roll a barrel. You can't physically move a barrel. Can't move it. What? Because if you do that, you're taking work from a union guy. No way. Yeah, they're super. I did strict not about know it. it was that serious. So he's like, if we, if we wanted him, if this bung was upside down and we couldn't get to it, I'd have to call a union guy to come in here and roll the barrel over. So he could charge and, a half hour or an hour for his time. And yep, then because if you don't do that, you're taking work from them. You're taking food out of their mouth. Wow. Yeah. They're very strict about it. I guess so. But he, uh, yeah. So we picked them and he just, we put stickers on it. We signed the two that we're getting. Well, we signed one that we're getting and I filmed all that too. I'll have that in there. Cool. But, um, yeah, there's no telling. The uh, the Yellowstone one, he actually put, it'll say Gibby's Bottle Shop and Whiskey and Whitetails on there, which no I kidding. thought was very generous of him. That's a, that's badass, man. Yeah. Thank you. If you're listening to this, that's pretty sweet. Yes. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you for the whole weekend. It was quite an experience. It's, you know, we've done them before, but plenty of trips to Kentucky. It's just, uh, it's, it's a little different going with, I was telling them when we were there, I was like, you know, people grow up with like high school friends, you know? Yeah. And then your high school friends get married. And then they go out and have these big golf weekends and bachelor. And you hear about it all the time, but like, I've never, I've never done that until yeah. this weekend, go with a group of four other dudes, you yeah. know, and just, just have a guy's weekend. Memories. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've never done that. Have you? Um, no, I mean, short of like our trips to camp hero or what we've done with whiskey and whitetails, that's the closest, but I've not gone with a big group like that. Mm -mm. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I told him. I was like, it really, you know, you guys tell stories about, you know, you hear guy stories about guys oh, yeah. weekend stuff, and it's like, I, I wish I had some to make up, but I don't, I don't have any. <laughs> and they were like, that's crazy. I was like, well, I mean, all my high school friends are dead. I mean, every single one of them. There's not one that's. 
Yeah, it's rough. That's life, you know. I just uh, I just found out yesterday a, a guy that uh, was a, a friend, not super close friend or anything, but a guy that I knew in college um, killed himself. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it. I didn't mean to go from you know me all the way down, but yeah, you know, yeah. Old friends, uh, shit happens. Where's that echo come from? It keeps coming in and out. You notice that? No, I don't hear it. Oh, you don't hear it in your end? Uh, hopefully it's just, oh, my ears. It's your friend. Oh, weird. <laughs> I don't have a button for that. It's been a rough, uh, I got one. Here's Johnny. It's been a rough year for that, dude. I wonder if the suicide rates are higher this year than they are normally. I bet you they are. Spooky music, no? Yeah. <laughs> they probably are, man. Who knows? All the uh, the compounding effects of quarantine and all kinds of shit, I'm sure. Dude. Suicide is the 11th leading cause of death in the United States. 11th. That's crazy. That's insane. I, it is definitely higher this year so far. The average last year was, I don't know what that number means, 14.04. Oh, that's per 1,000. So 14 people per 1,000 people in last year. That's a, that's still a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, you think about 1,000 people. It's It's a good amount of people, but it's not that much. And you say basically 15 of these people just off themselves. Yeah. Crazy. That's wild. So, so I have the rest of my drink here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I got, um, so Andy, the wife's brother, uh, has a new girlfriend. And so he's bringing her and Marshall, if you're listening, thanks for waiting this long, but he's bringing her over, I guess, for Andy to give the family seal of approval. Okay. So they must be, uh, they must be getting pretty serious over there. Is, um, is Andy pretty critical of his significant others or or has she been in the past? Only one. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong button. Good, good enough. Yeah. Only one. Um, which I mean, I guess I I get it, you know, I get it. Did she, did, uh, Was the was that was that one not liked from the get go or just no after loved. the fact? Yeah, sister, best yeah, yeah. friend. Right, she was Andy's friend before she met Marshall. Okay, and, uh, I thought so. Yeah, I'm Man. not going to get into it, Rough. obviously, but well, hopefully it goes well. Uh, how long have they been dating, and what? Why is it taking them so long to bring? Probably because he probably because it's you. Maybe I think you know he's like I don't know. You're just gonna have to experience it and deal with it. <laughs> I don't know how to explain Matt to you. You're gonna have to just. <laughs> Have a drink before we go, and uh, I'm one of those people. You like me or you don't. Buckle up. If you got, if you got soft skin, we're, we're probably you're probably, <laughs> probably going to hurt your feelings at some point. <laughs> Not intentionally. I just you know it's my house. I'm going to I'm going to talk. <clears throat> yeah, as you should. We're making beria. What's that? Um, so it's round chuck and uh, rib meat, uh-huh. and you stew it. And then you make tacos out of it. Oh, okay. You never had birria before? Maybe I have. I don't know. If it's a, um, if if it's a type it, of taco, I probably have had it. So, so on the outside, it's got like a, it looks like it's looks like a brown, a brown thing. A brown thing. 
I'll show you. Okay. I'll just, uh, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, for anyone that's never had it, present, share screen. Uh, there we go. Here you go. Look oh, yeah. That. Well, you dip it in the, in the stuff and the thing and you like, yeah. You kind of fry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had that. Before. So that's how you cook it. You cook the rib meat and the, and the, uh, yeah. And the chuck and in this stew here. Yeah. You cook it real slow. Then you pull the meat out and shred it. And then you uh, you layer it with cheese, and so you dip the outside of the taco shell in the fat that comes off the top of this. Yeah, Keep off talking. the stew. Mm-hmm. It is, whew, it is something else. But Andy is really good at it. It's like she's mastered it. It's fantastic. Tasting. Sounds great. We get everything from El Molino. There's one, two convenient locations to serve you in Charleston. One in West Ashley, and one in North Charleston, right by I-26. The, if you go in there and you get you can get their meat, their cheese, everything, the peppers, everything you need, you can get in there, and uh, and it's not expensive, mm. and it makes a ton of food. It's so good. Sounds awesome. And they had fresh strawberry churros in there today. Oh yeah, which I was all about. We went and picked strawberries this morning. Did you? Yeah. You go? Uh, Hickory Hill Farm up here, and not far from Ridgeville, we're not far from the Hunt Club. We uh we went and picked strawberries and. Blackberries and blueberries. Yeah. Did you bring them home? Yes, we did. Brought a bunch home making some uh, some kind of blackberry or co- blueberry pie, cobbler or something. Or other, I don't know. Sounds delicious. You should make a uh, a reel with that. It's a good idea. Uh, we're also going to get some peaches, and my mom found some recipe. She wants to do this um, brown sugar bourbon um, reduction and, ha- and make like a peach cobbler with it or something like that. I, she, she's supposed to send me the recipe so I can see, but it sounded awesome. That sounds fantastic. Dude, the figs this year, this will be the last year. I got to cut this tree back. Um, it's bad. But the figs this year are going to be wild. Yeah. There's going to be uh, more figs than we've ever, I've ever seen, but this is the last year I got to cut the tree back. It's getting too close to the house and, and it's like all over the neighbor's yard. And oh, I feel no. bad. <laughs> But, this, this tree's getting really big. Yeah. Well, this one's gigantic right now because I haven't, I haven't trimmed it in three years. So it's, mm-hmm. so when you trim it, the fruit goes, it doesn't fruit as well. Yeah. So it hasn't been trimmed in three years. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be nuts. And I'm going to bring in probably all of it to your mom and just have her. Cause I eat the shit out of that. Yeah. Those preserves. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the ones she did two years ago, they were kind of like chunky. Yeah. And then the ones this year where they were like pureed. Yeah. Those, the pureed ones. So the, Jessica actually did those. Oh, did she? Yeah, my mom does the other ones that are they're like whole preserves, and then my yeah. and then Jessica did like a it's like a jam basically. Yeah, yeah. Where it was, like it was pureed really good. It, it worked. The pureed one works really good for like cocktails and stuff too because it doesn't leave big chunks Put on there. Ice cream. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Just vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah, it's good on toast. It's good on, on all kinds of stuff. I like the chunky ones on toast, but mm-hmm. I don't really eat a ton of toast anymore. Yeah. But yeah, we could, we'll definitely cook that. She actually does that really easily, and um, and I think just in a crock pot. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a couple of ways you can do it, but it's delicious, man. And we'll. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, bring some to you. Uh, I'm gonna bring a bunch to you, and I'm gonna bring a bunch to uh, Miller's. Oh yeah, hell yeah, for sure. And if you live in the Charleston area and you want figs, um, in like three months, I'll have more figs than I know what to do with. <laughs> the the farm we were at this morning actually had a fig tree, um, and they were telling us that depending on how you know how it produces, they'll, they'll put a notice up and do like a one or two day thing where people can come out and pull figs. But that thing, um, I don't know what you, what you, the canopy, I guess, or how wide 
it is was like 30 feet from, from end to end yeah. from like where the, you know, the branches on one side stop and to the other, it was like 30 or 40 feet. It was huge. Yeah. I'm going to end up cutting mine down and letting it kind of keep its width. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, I can't reach everything at the top and I'm not climbing in there because the fig trees are like the house to a billion spiders and just like a tons of insects <laughs> live in there because like the ants come up there cause it's sweet, you know, and yeah. it's just like, there's a ton of food in there for them. We got, um, praying mantises again this year. I got three tubs Andy ordered. Nice. So we'll birth them soon. That's cool. Last night we had a, we had a little fire. I think I, I mentioned, and we, uh, my sister came over and brother-in-law nieces, and nephews, and they were all just running around playing. And we, I uh, bought a new fire pit. The, the old one kind of fell apart, rusted out. So we hadn't had a fire in a while. So I had a fire in in the backyard and it's fairly close to a palm tree that we have in the backyard. And those palm trees, man, are a just magnet for, for bugs of all kinds, especially spiders. And I guess the smoke was smoking them out. Cause we had a little spider that came like down in front of my face. And I was like, Oh, so I just kind of picked the, you know, picked the string, the, the web and sort of moved it off to the side. And then I looked up and there were probably 12 or 15 spiders just making their way down, trying to get away from the smoke and just descending down upon us like ninjas. <laughs> What kind of spiders? I don't know. I don't know what they were. Never like they're weird, like really skinny, long skinny legs and these really thin bodies. Uh, they were really weird yeah. looking. We have the um, we we've got a, a few. As as you, as people may or may not know, my wife is uh, what many would call a naturalist, but she's not a vegan. Like she'll eat meat and stuff, but she loves animals and insects and and all of it. Some of uh, some of my earliest memories of us dating is me is our car broken down. Cause I was in a Volkswagens and it would break down and I'd be on the side of the road fixing it. And she'd be sitting in a clover field playing with, you know, inchworms or whatever. Anywho, we have uh spiny, those spiny butt spiders, the spiny, spiny backed orb weaves. Yeah. 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 We have them in the front door now. And we've kind of like, instead of messing with them, it's just the, if they come down to head length, yeah, I'll just, I'll just pinch it off. Yeah, and they haven't been putting it back, so yeah. I can walk through there. Marshall's probably going to hit one coming in the door, but both of us can walk right underneath this guy, and he just hangs out there and, and collects. That's funny. We had a. We, uh, we, I like having them around because they, they keep the bugs down. Yeah, well, that's what, what we I figured that out in college. We had a we had a, a spider web that had built um, a web near our door, and I kept knocking the the web down. It would build it again, and I realized that it was doing it because the light there because it was an apartment complex, the light, which I had no control over, would come on at night, it would attract bugs, and he would eat. Well, I realized that that web being there was helping keep the bugs from making their way through the front door. So we weren't getting as many little flies and things through through our front door. So I left it there, and we named him Bob. And he, he, nice. he was there for like three weeks. And then our, our one of our friends came over, we had like a little party, and somebody killed Bob. And we lost our shit and uh, got really mad. We made the guy leave, actually, over killing Bob. I would have to. He thought it was really ridiculous, and I told him to fuck off. Yeah, yeah I totally do that. We've had uh, we've had people before come in here and be like, "You had a huge spider outside. I killed it." It's like, um, why? Like, what you? <laughs> How would you like if I came over to your house and killed one of your shoot family him, members? Shoot him, just shoot him in the living room. Yeah, I'm gonna come over and kill your dog now. How does that feel? So you had a really loud dog in your backyard. I killed it for you. Yeah, I killed it for you. It was annoying me. <laughs> to be I fair, it was gonna bite me. I kill plenty of spiders, but you know that one I was serving a purpose. We, we had developed a symbiotic relationship, and so you know it was approved. Yeah. Now I found a black widow in one of my kids' uh, outside toys the other day. 
that that guy didn't stick around very long. That one's gonna die, or get yeah. or gal, whatever it was. I think the widow would not syndicate insinuate it's a female. Well, I, well, is there a difference between the male and the female? I don't know enough. Yeah, about the it. males are brown, oh, and they then, don't look like a black widow. Oh, okay. So we've yeah, we've I've seen both around the house. That one's definitely female then. Yeah, I don't know if the males are poisonous. We should, we should. I'm gonna find out. Are are male black widows poisonous? Google or that because we can't. Me. Most male widows are not considered dangerous. So there you go. It's a neurotoxic venom by the females, which causes chest pain, muscle tightness, and cramping. Hmm. Sounds uncomfortable. Yep. But yeah, the males are, are brown and kind of like yeah. scary looking. Yeah, I've seen them before. I've, I've killed plenty of them around the house. Yeah. I don't know if that's what I've killed, but I've definitely killed. If they look like that, they're dying for sure. But like the little spiny butt ones. It's the, funny that the there's golden. Yeah. Those can live. It's funny that there's like a, um, it's, you know, humans have this <laughs> and with spiders, spiders is a great example, but there's, it's not written. It's just, just the subjective, like where the scary versus not scary line is drawn and it's different yeah. for everybody. So like for some people, all spiders scary, all die, you know, for others, it's like, well, if it's bigger than my hand, prefer to not be around. But then it's like, if it's bigger than my hand, what the fuck am I supposed to do with it? Yeah. Like, I feel, I feel like I need a firearm at that point. <clears throat> like the ones that are in Australia could not live in Australia. I shot one, um, at the hunt club that remember like my first year there, it was a, it looked like it, it looked like it had, it looked like a seashell was attached to its back. <laughs> it was huge. You don't remember that thing? No. It was climbing up my antenna on my truck. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That thing, it looked like a crab. It was gigantic. And yeah, I, and those I shot are, it with a 22. Those are, um, oh, what are those called? Yeah, we, those are really bad out there. And they, what's funny is they haven't been that bad in recent years. But to be fair, uh, I stopped going out there until like October. I don't go out there, yeah. you know, in July and August as much anymore. So, um, but they used to be really bad. I think those are silk, silk orb weavers or something like that. We have several. No, those are those big, those big golden ones. Those, those are cool. I don't know what kind of spider this oh, was. Okay, never mind then. I'm thinking of the you're talking about the golden orb weaver. Yeah, yeah, those are cool. I'm also going with uh, Sheffrey to uh, from Miller's All Day, the executive chef. Miller's Sheffrey, All Day. I'm going with him Sheffrey. to, uh, huh? Sheffrey. I've never heard you call him that. It's funny. Oh yeah, that's what I call him because <laughs> he's a chef and his name is Jeff. Chef Jeff Sheffrey. Uh, I'm going with he. He got a hunt club piece of property. It's like an hour away. Oh yeah, and he's like. He wanted to join our club, but our club is backed up. Yeah, somehow. But he found a club or whatever. So I'm going with him. I think Monday or Tuesday after work, Tuesday mm -hmm. evening, we're going to go out there and kind of walk around the property. But it's he was sending me pictures of it. It backs up to a school. Weird, right? And I thought there was like laws, but I guess not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's laws about discharging a firearm within so many. <laughs> So, so many feet of a, uh, of a, of residence, let alone a school, I'm pretty sure. But I wonder if, if because the school's surrounded by like fields and parking lots, if at that fence line, you're, you're now far enough away. Oh, it's quite possible. Yeah. That, it, it could be true. I just thought it was wild that like, I was like, definitely don't, you don't want to put a stand. So you're pointing. Yeah. It's also South Carolina and anything, anything a, a mile in any direction from here, you're in the sticks. So yeah. You got to go another, you got to go at least an hour and a half to two hours to be in anything, you know, substantial. That's, that's very true. Everybody's like, oh, I'm, I'm coming to, 
Myrtle Beach, you're right there, right? It's like, no, I'm two hours from yeah, any city you can name in South Carolina. I'm two hours from there, minimum. Yeah, it's, right, uh, it's two hours to Columbia. No? Yeah, it's an hour to 95 and then an hour to Columbia. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half. If, you, if you're cruising and there's no traffic, you can get there an hour and a half. But it's two hours to get downtown to the heart of Columbia for sure. Dude, Folly Road today was backed up to Publix. Fuck, 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 fuck Folly Road, man. I had, I had to make a U-turn and go back roads to get to my house. Yeah, yeah. I figured this back roads out last year. I sat in traffic yesterday on the way home from work on a Friday, which I've never done. I've never sat in traffic coming home from work ever. Now, are they, uh, have they cracked down on speed and, and more cops out there since that, that accident? That we girl have got state killed? troopers now. Really? Which I've never seen state troopers here. Wild. Yeah, they sit up all and down Folly Road in unmarked cars. And they pull people over left and right. Yeah. Uh, it's, setting a, it's setting a precedence for sure, I'm sure. Uh, for sure. You're talking I'm about sure. the golf cart accident? Yeah, that, that's fucking terrible, man. I think it was probably before that when it started. But people die on Folly Road every day because people are just insane. They, they blow through. There was a, a guy I work with was telling me there was an accident. where He lives a little bit closer to Folly than I do. Mm-hmm. But there was some chick had, where it splits to two lanes. She yeah. had jumped over in the median to pass both cars. And when she did that, there was a car that was oncoming right there and just pulled right out in front of somebody coming in the other lane. What are people thinking? I don't know. I don't, it's like they think they're the only person in the, on the road. I, I mean, I, I know there's a tendency, you know, people spend all day at the beach or you're bar hopping around there. There's probably a lot of alcohol and, you know, related accidents on that road. I'm sure. But well, the one on Folly was, she was, what was that? Like her third DUI? Oh yeah. She was, I forget what she blew. But yeah, she was a hundred percent drunk. And her third Did you see the video? No, of the accident? No, of her talking oh. to the body cam? No, no, I didn't see that at all. No. She was talking to the cop and she was like like I I she was like he was like I'm, I'm arresting you for for murdering a bride on her wedding day. For those that don't know, it was a golf there was a, a bride and her husband were leaving, I guess, a wedding or Yeah, they were reception. hanging out hanging out downtown at reception. Um and they were, um, yeah, this was on Folly Beach, on Folly Road. And they were, so they were, they were driving down on the beach and this woman just came out and just ran them over, basically killed, uh, it killed the woman. I don't think it killed the, the groom, but could you imagine on your wedding day, 8.15 PM Wednesday, according to the chief, uh, he said she attempted to pass another vehicle on the bridge when her car struck another head on. Oh, that was a different one. That's the one I was just talking about. See, there's so many accidents. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, so the body cam put it. She was talking to the cop and he was like, you're, we're taking you to jail. She's like, I have to go to work in the morning. And he was like, okay. He's like, you, you just, you killed someone in a golf cart. We're taking you to jail because you're drunk. And she's like, I understand, but I have to be at work in the morning. Like she was so drunk. She didn't understand. She just couldn't comprehend what's going on. 25 years old. And a gray Toyota hit a golf cart on their wedding night. Crazy. Crazy. She was charged with three counts of felony DUI resulting in great bodily injury and death. Should probably get out of it. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll tell you what, if that was my wedding day and that was my bride you killed and you got out of it, you wouldn't be out of it. You wouldn't be out of it. Ooh, I might have another pour. Right, 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 right. I'm making um, margaritas. So when I went to Beam's place, mm-hmm. Andrew Beam, that is. When I went there, the guy that kind of lives right there where he lives had us over for dinner and he made margaritas and he gave me the secret, which is you buy jalapenos and you cut the 
seeds out of it. Uh-huh. And then you throw in a food processor and you basically liquefy them. And then you add it to the margarita mix with tequila to cut the sweetness. Okay. But it adds like this jalapeno. It tastes like jal- it's jalapeno hot and you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. But there's no heat because there's no seeds. Mm. And uh, it's fantastic. I need a cough button. Oh, wait. There you go. Ah, look at that. <laughs> Sick. Nice. What are you doing the rest of the day? I am. What am I doing the rest of the day? Oh, I've got to finish. Um, I got to finish the design on some of our stuff for the, uh, the in-store packaging stuff. I got to order so we can get these things. And I've been getting emails um, asking where I can come in and pick up a product um, for Father's Day. So I've been telling people for Father's Day, um, you know, if if you're looking, if you're local and you're looking to order something online, um, I will be. Um, and I, I, think, I think I forgot to tell you this, Matt, but so I'm telling you now, um, we'll be at the market Friday, next Friday, Father's Day weekend from, uh, 630 to 1030. Um, I will be in Virginia, unfortunately. Yeah, it's fine. You don't have to, I just, I just picked two dates that I knew I could do, uh, just because I wanted to make sure we do our minimum, at least our minimum two nights for the month. But, um, yeah, so if you're local and you want to grab a, a product, we'll, we'll, I'll be there. Otherwise you're going to have to, um, order probably before Wednesday so you can make sure it gets has time to get to you um when's Father's Day next Sunday yeah next Sunday okay yeah I will um I ship same day so as, as orders come in the ship station is right here um <laughs> as orders come in I ship so I even I even shipped this morning so I shipped uh we got a few several lots of we got orders all day yesterday after that promo some Etsy stuff as well and um nice. and so this morning at whatever 10 o'clock i was i was at the ups store dropping stuff off so there's a we even ship on saturdays i can't say that's always the case because we've we've had problems before where i'll print a shipping label friday night yeah and then it doesn't move till monday and then people bitch about it it's like well you said you ship friday it's like okay yeah Yeah. there's a place i order from that has a nice i I think i've brought this up before i need to just do it and create the uh create the graphic but it's like a it's like a bar that goes at the bottom of the emails whenever you order. And it's like first 24 hours, you know, order is processed, you know, and then it tells you like on, on this day, you know, the, the shipping labels printed. Right. Yeah. And then, and then it shows like one to two days after the, the order is actually processed and it will be shipped. So it's, it's right there in the beginning. It says, Hey, just cause it's just cause the label is shipped doesn't mean, or is printed doesn't mean it's been shipped. The other thing too is, is depending on how many orders we get, I have to call and get pickups because I can't walk into, I mean, we've all been to a post office before. I can't walk into a post office with a cart full of boxes. I have to schedule that. So we will do pickups if there's, if there's a large amount of orders and if you're stuck on a pickup thing and they don't come to pick up, you know, that's just not my fault. And I have done the pickup thing a couple of times now from my house here and they are notorious for just saying they did it. So they don't have to get out of their fucking vehicle. And yeah. just continuing to drive. And the other thing too, if I can give any advice, UPS is usually like one or two cents cheaper, but we have had more problems with packages going missing on UPS than yeah. USPS, which is a shocker because it used to be the opposite. Yep. Yeah. During COVID, I think uh, USPS got their, their, their shit rang. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I think they worked out some kinks. It's been a lot better since then. So <sighs> show yeah so uh, that's all i got planned for the rest of the day probably uh cook some steaks or something that sounds good 
Let's you're see. fun. All right. Well, I'm going to go finish cleaning the house before they get here and uh, all that stuff. So awesome. Well, let me know how. Uh, let me know how the meet and greet goes. Sounds fun. Will do. Will do. Thanks everybody for listening. As you know, you can use code podcast save twenty percent on everything in our store. You can use code smoke right now. Get thirty percent off our cocktail smoker kits, which takes them down to what we actually wholesale them at thirty five dollars. So yep. And that sale goes. That sale goes through uh, midnight Monday, the day after Father's Day. So Father's Day comes and you hate your dad and you didn't buy him something and you feel guilty on Monday, you still have time to buy something. And leave us a note and we will write in there, sorry about the delay. This was ordered well in time to get here. We just, we, we dropped the ball. We'll cover we'll your ass. You. Or we'll write cover and say ass. that, you know, hey, I, I hate you and it took me a while to come around to buying this. Yeah. But here you go. Yeah. I had to, it took me longer than it should have to convince myself to buy you something, you miserable piece of shit. I am the father. <laughs> uh, that's a good way to end it. All right. All have right. a great day. Have a great week. Yep. Bye.